September 13th, 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 1 through 13. This is the third time I, Paul, am coming to visit you, Corinthians. As the scriptures say, the facts of every case must be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. I have already warned those who had been sinning when I was there on my second visit. Now, I again warn them and all others, just as I did before, that this next time I will not spare them. I will give you all the proof you want that Christ speaks through me. Christ is not weak in His dealings with you. He is a mighty power among you. Although He died on the cross in weakness, He now lives by the mighty power of God. We too are weak, but we live in Him and have God's power, the power we use in dealing with you. Examine yourselves to see if your faith is really genuine. Test yourselves. If you cannot tell that Jesus Christ is among you, it means you have failed the test. I hope you recognize that we have passed the test and are approved by God. We pray to God that you will not do anything wrong. We pray this not to show that our ministry to you has been successful, but because we want you to do right even if we ourselves seem to have failed. Our responsibility is never to oppose the truth, but to stand for the truth at all times. We are glad to be weak, if you are really strong. What we pray for is your restoration to maturity. I am writing this to you before I come, hoping that I won't need to deal harshly with you when I do come. For I want to use the authority the Lord has given me to build you up, not to tear you down. Dear brothers and sisters, I close my letter with these last words. Rejoice! Change your ways. Encourage each other. Live in harmony and peace. Then the God of love and peace will be with you. Greet each other in Christian love. All the Christians here send you their greetings. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. This week's Bible verse meditation will be on Colossians chapter 1, 13 and 14, which says, For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins.
of the best decisions you can make when you're feeling an impulse or facing a high stakes dilemma is the decision to stop. Take a time out, pray for guidance, sleep on it, get some godly wisdom from people you trust and picture the possible outcomes. Then ask yourself, is this something I should stop completely? Most of us have good intentions, or at least some kind of justification for things we do. And yet so many of us seem surprised when we find ourselves a long way from the direction we wanted to go. The big changes in our lives, both negative and positive, rarely happen without a series of decisions piling on top of each other like never-ending dominoes. Do you see how stopping can be one of the most productive things we do? When you do stop to take a stock of where you are and where you want to go, then you can decide how to move toward your destination. What can you stop in order to move closer to God's divine direction? Are you doing anything that takes you in the direction you don't want to go or that God doesn't want you to go? What do you need to stop completely? An addiction to social media, alcohol, porn, approval, or work? An unhealthy relationship? A judgmental attitude? What can you stop in order to move closer to God's divine direction? Treat each choice like it's the next stepping stone towards your destination. When a behavior or relationship takes us in the direction we want, we know is moving farther away from the story we want to tell, we need to pause not only to consider the consequences, but also to choose to stop traveling in the wrong direction. You've probably heard the word repent. One of its literal meanings is to turn around. When you repent, you stop heading in one direction and return to God in His path for you. In this sense, stopping actually means stepping in a new direction. You might need to step toward accountability, toward forgiveness, the right friends, or a new place to live. So when you stop, ask yourself, if I make the choice I'm considering, where could it take me? Two, what can I stop in order to move closer to God's divine direction? Good morning guys, this is Chris Barris I'm from Toronto, Canada. I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself and a little bit about my story. Um, as you all know, I struggle with addiction. Um, I think the main, the main problem for me has always been that uh, I wanted to be the guy on the steering wheel of my life. I had uh, major pride issues and I still do at times. Um, I wanted to control my path I wanted to always be planning ahead I, I always wanted to do what Chris wanted to do um, I, I cleaned up about six years ago um, I did fairly well in life at that point I had a good job I had you know my bills were paid I bought a nice truck 
I had uh, quite the girlfriend I thought at the time. Um, I thought everything was, you know, intact, and, and outwardly I was I was living a semi-Christian life. I was I was doing discipleship meetings. I was, uh, you know, in prayer sometimes. I was studying the Bible a lot. Um, I, I was doing all these things that uh, I thought deemed me as a Christian. And uh, what I came to realize was that I was not uh, I was not prepared for what what life had coming for me um, about I want to say almost two years ago in May my father passed away uh, and I realized that my house was not built on the the rock of obedience it was it was just built on all these outward things uh, pride filled outward uh, acts of almost false obedience and uh, what I've what I finally uh, ended up coming to was the realization that you know I need to I need to start over again because uh, like the scripture says um, the house that is that is built on the sand uh, when it falls its fall is great and uh, great was my fall um, thank God that he he brought me to the refuge um, you know he taught me that I don't have to you know nothing I do can save myself that I need to depend on uh, Jesus Christ for my salvation at all times uh, the the faith that I get is from him by grace through faith you've been saved and uh, when I came to that uh, that truth I realized that I don't have to I don't have to labor anymore the way that I was there's a, a verse that's it's Matthew 11:28 it says come to me all who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest and and that was me outwardly I was working to try and uh, gain my salvation and when I came here uh, I finally learned that you know I am saved I do have the assurance and um and that's all I really wanted to say to you guys this morning love you guys thank you okay Psalm 57, verses 1 through 11. Of the choir director, a psalm of David, regarding the time he fled from Saul and went into the cave, to be sung to the tune, Do Not Destroy. Have mercy on me, O God, have mercy. I look to you for protection. I will hide beneath the shadow of your wings until this violent storm is past. I cry out to God Most High, to God who will fulfill His purpose for me. He will send help from heaven to save me, rescuing me from those who are out to get me. My God will send forth His unfailing love and faithfulness. I am surrounded by fierce lions who greedily devour human prey, whose teeth pierce like spears and arrows and whose tongues cut like swords. Be exalted, O God, above the highest heavens. May your glory shine over all the earth. My enemies have set a trap for me. I am weary from distress. They have dug a deep pit in my path, but they themselves have fallen into it. My heart is confident in you, O God, no wonder I can sing your praises. Wake up, my soul. Wake up, O harp and lyre. I will waken the dawn with my song. I will thank you, Lord, in front of all the people. I will sing your praises among the nations. For your unfailing love is as high as the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the clouds. Be exalted, O God, above the highest heavens. May your glory shine over all the earth.
Proverbs 23, verses 9 through 11. Don't waste your breath on fools, for they will despise the wisest advice. Don't steal the land of defenseless orphans by moving the ancient boundary markers, for their Redeemer is strong. He himself will bring their charges against you.